What's up, fools? If you're looking for the best information on Renovana and what's going in and outside the rings, make sure you log on to the ROH podcast. Or is it ROH cast? Hey, whatever it is, make sure that you go to it because these three guys are something like FBI agents. Be careful. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 44 of ROH cast. My name's Harry. I'm the web designer and co-owner of ROHshort.com. Once again, I'm here with Stephen, the other co-owner and the editor of the website. Hi, everyone. And one of our writers, Des, is also here. What's going on in the rings, everybody? <laughs> uh, yeah, we had a great, uh, from that intro, if you didn't couldn't tell, we had uh, an interview with Prince Nana last week for episode 43, so uh, it was a really great talking to him. So if you didn't listen to last week's show, we recommend you uh, go back and listen to it. A lot of uh, controversial topics there, isn't there, Stephen? Yeah, there are. It's 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 quite a shocking interview, really. You have to go and and listen to it to really, you know, really find out what's happening in and outside the rings. And about Princess Mia's gas. That is. There, yeah, and peanut butter soup. I mean, that's, you know, that's what you, everyone needs to know. That you know, you can't live without that sort of information. So, you have to go and listen to it. We oh, actually have a, issues. We actually have a call right now from Podcast Worst Nightmare, who appears to be trying oh. to hijack our show with when it's only just started. Oh. It's a hostage crisis already. Hello, what John. We've literally what? just started no. the show, and you're already, you know, taking it over. What is going on? I'm so eager to get on today. Well, uh, it's funny that I think it's very appropriate that you're here because you're about to hear me steal your segment. Um, because this week the TV show was a, a yet another road rage. This time it was from uh, Best in the World, which we've already talked about, and the match they're showing is Finley and Elgin and the TV title match. So. We, we, don't, we don't need to discuss Elgin and Finley in great detail again? No, I don't think we need to even watch that again. Right. <laughs> spot so, by uh, spot. <laughs> because uh, there was no new TV this week, we're just going to go straight to news because there is uh, quite a bit to talk about, but uh, we'll talk about the TV show next week. So, uh, yeah, let's get into the news. Yeah, there's actually quite a few things to talk about. I think the, uh, you know, the biggest sort of breaking news from the past sort of fortnight or something, or maybe even of all time, really, is uh, we have an exclusive scoop here. We have Charlie Huss's brand new Ring of Honor theme song exclusively here <laughs> on RHCast. Literally uh, nobody, nobody else apart from Charlie Huss himself has, has heard this. It's I don't know how we got this, by the way. I mean, it's, yeah, this is. Uh, I think we received. I think we were accidentally cc'd in this email here. Um, groundbreaking journalism, everybody. Yeah, I don't know if I'm even allowed to play this, but this is Charlie House's brand new entrance theme music, set to debut at any time now. We just don't know, but here it is. And I'm sure as hell not going to sit up here and toot our own horns. But toot 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 toot. You smell that? Toot 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 toot. Paul Turner, take a look at this. Toot 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 toot. We go, them boys. Toot 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 toot. Toot Oh, I what say a... fan Charlie Hoss from Ring of Honor for that. Des, what a, what, a, what, a, what an interesting, you know, departure from Ring of Honor from their typical theme music, I must say. <laughs> no, John, I think you... that song is totally awesome myself. <laughs> yeah, I agree with the awesomeness factor. I, I think it's impossible to cop. <laughs> 
<laughs> You've been writing those all week, haven't you? I have been. I've been, <laughs> I've been brainstorming. <laughs> so yeah, that is the uh, brand new Charlie House Toot Toot theme music set to debut anytime <laughs> soon. Uh, you'll also be able to find that on our YouTube page soon if you want to listen to it over and over again. I know, I know we have. So uh, God, you have no idea. I think that's <laughs> youtube.com slash rohworldcom. That's how much we use it. We know it off by heart. I think it's that. I I don't know. I'm you'll pretty find, sure it is. Yeah. If you just go to rohworldcom and click on the YouTube button. There's a, I'll get you to it. Um, so yeah, going away from the silly jokes, I think the other big story, not not as uh, you know groundbreaking as the Charlie Huss theme, but uh, was the sort of departure from Ring of Honor by Kenny King, who uh, left to go to Impact Wrestling. By the looks of things, um, I think what happened was it was announced on I think the day before, or the day of an Impact taping or event, or whatever. That Kenny King was back, backstage in his, you know, wrestling attire, ready to wrestle. You know, a lot of people thought, oh, he's just in a dark match, but then it turned out he was actually wrestling on the, you know, the episode of Impact, and uh, he won his match live on TV, and then wrestled on the pay per view as well. And Ring of Honor then put out a statement that basically said, uh, we're not working with Kenny King anymore. He had this handshake agreement, etc. And then they pulled that statement, um, yeah, and they said that they won't deal with him anymore, and he's done with Ring of Honor. Um, yeah, so that is... Uh, and Kenny King also made a statement where he said, um, from what I recall, he said that he had a verbal agreement with Ring of Honor that he wouldn't do anything dodgy with the belts, like, you know, show up on Impact and throw him in the bin or something. Or, um, But he never actually officially signed or agreed to, you know, staying with Ring of Honor. From what he said, Ring of Honor said the opposite. But, um, you know, he, he said he was a free agent and, you know, he took the opportunity went to TNA. So... Um, what does everyone think? I mean, it was a very sort of controversial week. It's a shame we didn't have a podcast last week to talk about it. But uh, Stephen, any uh, thoughts or anything? I think, but I think both parties really have have come out of this looking looking pretty bad. I mean, I think we're you know you, you read both statements and you say that they both more or less say the same thing. I know King says he didn't actually agree to sort of uh, you know not appearing for anybody else or or whatever. And uh, Ring of Honor say that he you know he said that he wouldn't. Uh, turn up on anybody else. That sounds like something on the playground. Like, oh, he said this. He said this. Yeah. Sounds, I mean, uh, at the end of the silly. day, if if a guy isn't under you know under contract, I mean, I believe when they actually won the belts was, I mean, that was the actual day of his contract. Yeah. Uh, you know, coming up. So that is so dumb, isn't it? I mean, before that show, you've got to think Ring of Honor have got to be a hundred percent sure that this guy is going to stay. And you know, even if a guy gives you his word, especially in you know, especially in wrestling, we all know that wrestling is. You know, it doesn't really play by the rules, does it? I mean, guys never really do honour these sort of things. So it was, you know, it was stupid of Ring of Honor to put, you know, the belts on ANX. It was, and it's, it was it's a bit funny. Naive. It's, it's ironic because, like, Kenny King's not under, or he, you know, he wasn't under contract, but they, you know, feature him on pay per view, give him the belts, and then guys that are under contract, like TJP, just sat at home, or guys, you know, that aren't under contract as well, like Generico and the Bucks, are just sort of never used, but. They, they give Kenny King the belt, which is like the silliest thing you can do with someone who's not under contract. Mm, I mean, I, I guess because it wasn't, you know, his contract hadn't expired you know, a week or two weeks before that, you know, they they obviously expected him to resign. But even if they, you know, they weren't 100% sure, you know, the, the booking would have been made, you know, well in advance. And, 
you know, if he had have stayed after that and, and A&X would have lost, I think a lot of the fans would have been, you know, very sort of, you know, despondent about that because everyone, everyone wanted A&X to finally win the belts. And I think if, you know, if he had a re-signed and, they'd, you know, they'd now be going for the titles again, I think a lot of people would be criticising Ringo for not giving them the belts. So I think it's it's one of those situations where I don't think anyone's sort of in the right or anyone's in the wrong. I think both parties have come out of this looking looking pretty bad. I mean, Kenny King... You know, you know, technically he hasn't breached any contract or anything, but I don't think you know people will will look at him now and, and will remember this, and you know they will remember him as the, the guy who sort of walked out in Ring of Honor, and you know that, that's that's sad because he's you know done a lot for Ring of Honor, he's had a lot of good matches, so it's it's disappointing. But as I said, I think both both parties have come out of this not not looking great, and uh, I think the the best thing to do now is just leave it, let Kenny King get on with his business, and uh, let Ring of Honor get on with theirs. John? Yeah, I agree with what Steven said. The other party really came out looking great. I'm pretty sure, looking back, both Ring of Honor and Kenny King probably wish they would have handled it differently, even though Kenny King technically didn't do anything wrong. Like, there's nothing Ring of Honor can really do about it. He just kind of, kind of just like a dick move is what it was by him, just kind of leaving Red Titus out to dry, leaving the belt out to dry like that. But he technically didn't do anything wrong, but I'm sure, looking back, he wishes he would have handled it differently. But, yeah, just kind of, I guess, Move forward, I guess that's what Ring of Honor is doing with the new tag tournament they've announced. And we're in the results in the Milwaukee show over the weekend. It looks like Red Titus is in the world title picture now. So it seems like Ring of Honor has kind of been doing damage control and they've been doing a pretty good job of it, I think. But for the few days after it, Ring of Honor looked really, really bad and really amateur mm, in this that, whole situation. That statement they put out was silly. Yeah, was, it was like, oh, we are our feelings. Yeah. But, yeah, the both parties didn't come out looking all that great. But, yeah, I think it's one of the things that's going to work out okay for both people. I guess it's for both in the end because Kenny King, and, and I would guess he's in a PNA now. I mean, I didn't get to watch last week, but I assume he's under contract or working on contract with them. And Ring of Honor is moving forward with the tag team tournament and you know, moving the right title to the world title picture. So it seems to. Worry out okay for everybody. The only person I was worried about this whole situation was Red Tides, but it seems like he's been pushed up the card because of this. And I think he's one of the people that could be fans could really like ride behind now as the person who stayed in Ring of Honor, you know. And they could, I guess, kind of have like a rally around him to be like one of the top faces in the company. You know, like he chose to again push it, like he chose to stay in Ring of Honor despite his partner walking out on him or something. Mm. But I think this could potentially be a huge thing for Red Tides' his career going forward. In a, in a strange way, this could probably be one of the best things that happened to Reptiles and you know in his career. This I know it's you know disappointing for him that he hasn't been able to have the title run you know uh, with ANX that he might have wanted. But as John said, it looks more or less that you know he's really been pushed right into sort of the top of the card as a you know a, a face uh, singles guy. And you know I, th- I think I said on the forum that the the top of the card has has been screaming out for more you know more guys and you know fresh opponents for people. And I think he could easily slide into that. I mean. I think he's got a good character, and as John said, uh, you know the fans will be will be completely behind him now. You know, especially with mm. the whole Kenny King thing, he will be seen as the guy who you know got screwed over and who stayed in Ring of Honor sort of thing. Even if he didn't sort of transpire like that, I mean, mm. um, I think that that will really help him. And I am you know looking forward to seeing him back in uh, back as a singles guy. So I actually I actually quite liked him as a singles guy, and I thought he had a really good run before they really you know that him and King came together as A and X. So uh, yeah, really interested to see. Uh, how this uh, goes going forward. 
Talk about a blessing in disguise, huh? Red Titus. I mean, yeah. he, he said it best, you know, he, it looks like he got screwed over. And that's just a great way to build up sympathy for this baby face who, mm. you know, like on Saturday night in Milwaukee, he came out and he cut that promo and said he's going for Steen's title. And, uh, you know, you kind of want to see him run for the title just because he deserves something after after what went down. Mm. I, d- I just hope after this whole shoot interview thing that has, has come about that he, he yeah. doesn't come out that he's just said loads of crap about the company and well they, just yeah. from that trailer just from oh. that trailer it didn't seem like he wanted to like he was the one that was reluctant to say anything i'm waiting yeah. for that uh that shoot video to uh, to appear on certain websites and then uh we'll see exactly what he says and uh hopefully it won't affect him if he just says anything too bad in ring of honor I think I think King sort of had to jump before he was pushed in there. I mean, I think even if he hadn't been, you know, hadn't left for TNA, then I think something would have happened, you know, because of this. Uh, yeah, he's, it sounds like he wasn't too, uh, you know, too nice about Ring of Honor in a lot of aspects. And as Des said, you know, Rhett did sort of seem to be just letting Kenny just just talk. I mean, I don't know if that's just the, the uh, you know the, the footage that they showed. I mean, mm. I should imagine Rhett will say quite a bit, but yeah, you got to think like. After the Kenny King situation, when they're putting the clips together, they'd want to show the Kenny King stuff because of how relevant he was at the time. So, until sort of there's a review of the full thing, we're not really sure what uh, Rhett says about uh, the company. Uh, I'm sure Ring of Honor have you know spoken to him and you know basically just asked him what what's been said. And maybe they'll put out a statement saying Rhett said nasty things about us on a DVD <laughs> and we are not happy. We will not maybe deal they'll with send Rhett him a Titus. cease and desist letter and then just ignore yeah. him and don't book <laughs> yeah. him on any any shows. Do you think if, you know, Ring of Honor didn't make this whiny statement saying that we won't deal with Kenny King again, that they could have brought him in to lose the belts? Like, if he's not under contract yeah, I think DNA, so. I mean, couldn't I think they just been... bring him in to lose the belts and have a, or have a proper send-off or something? So they'd just be like, oh, you went to TNA even though you weren't under contract, we're not using you anymore. I don't know. Yeah, I think that, that could How dare you work for another company you're not under contract? How dare you? Yeah, silly. The the the, th- the thing that's annoying is that, in my opinion, Ring of Honor have have looked, you know, j- just more idiotic under SPG than they were when they were under Carry, and that's <laughs> that's a bit silly considering you know SPG are a you know multi-million pound company, and surely they have you know PR guys there and guys who you know know about media and stuff, and to put out a statement like that because I mean, it it sounds like it was just sort of. Uh, you know, a sort of a snatch decision where they've just gone. You know, let's just put a statement out there quick, and then they've thought actually that was a bad idea and and pulled it. They could have I mean, just waited. It, 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 they did not realise that once you post something on the internet, it's there. You can't just remove and expect everyone to forget about it. Like it's on our website. It's on loads of other websites <laughs> yeah. now. So it's a bit, a bit silly, really. Yeah, I mean, they, they should have just waited. I mean, it, it wasn't going to make any difference if they'd have posted that on on that evening or the next day or the day after that. I mean, if they'd have decided King had gone, then you know he'd, he'd gone regardless and. You know, I don't think fans would have minded them waiting a couple of days. It, it you know, Ring of Honor don't help themselves, do they? Especially under the new no. ownership, they are they they do seem to just want to make themselves look stupid. Which is, <laughs> well, which it gives is, us something to laugh at on the podcast. You know, their goal is to give us something to mock and discuss on here. That's, that's thank you, Ring of Honor. <laughs> I'm sure that's what they're aiming for. <laughs> and so then they that... listen back and they enjoy and they enjoy her. They enjoy this. Exactly. I'm sure everyone does. Yeah. So is that you know all we've got to say about the whole Kenny King thing? I mean, to be honest, I can't blame him. To be honest, he's going to a company where he's going to get more exposure, presumably more money and you know more dates. Like he'd be working more often. So I mean, you can't blame him. I, I mean, as John said, he didn't really do anything 
legally wrong because he wasn't under contract, but I, I don't know. Perhaps, I mean, if he knew he was leaving, couldn't he say... Like, oh, hey, don't need the belts. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, suppose, I suppose he'd want the belts, really, but I don't know. But from what Kenny King's statement said was that he he only like met with TNA a couple of days before uh, the yeah. the impact taping, so he wouldn't he wouldn't have known then. I mean, we, you know, we only he knows that only he knows that you know before that the the uh, the show whether you know that when they got the belts whether he, he actually knew he was intending to leave or not. I mean, mm. I mean he, that, that he was probably doing exactly what what he said that he was going to look for his options or something like he didn't want to sign the extension he wanted to look around or something and then uh, yeah and I mean if someone books you to win the title you're not going to say no are you even yeah, if you are exactly. leaving you're not yeah. going to say hey Booker you're wrong you're just going to go okay then you know I'm paid to wrestle I'll do that and let you handle the booking and it's our job to say the booker was wrong because they do that a lot yeah, yeah if you're stupid so, um, enough to give someone who isn't under contract the belt then you know that's you've got to do i've got to get the feeling that there was miscommunication here like whoever does the contracts and sorts that out uh, must have said to the bookers like oh yeah kenny king signed it's all sorted like assuming it was so the bookers like oh he's under contract got nothing to worry about I'll give him the belt so i can only assume because surely they wouldn't be that dumb like, knowingly, like, whoever booked it, knowingly give him the belts, even though he could just leave the next week. Well, I kind of like Stephen's point where he said it, 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 kind of the circumstance of storytelling sort of forced their hand at this point. because yeah. Not really. I mean, if he did leave, then everyone wouldn't blame Ring of Honor. They'd know why he didn't get the belts. Well, I mean, he if you lost, you know, if he lost the title, or if they, <clears throat> excuse me, if they lost that match to, uh, who, who, did they, who did they win? Toot, uh, toot. Yeah, they beat the uh, wrestling's greatest tag team, and if they had lost, it'd be like, well, um, you know, what's the point? You know, I, mean, I don't, I don't think this. it would have it would have come out that they didn't that they didn't give him the belts because he was you know, he was they they were stressing over getting him in a, you know another contract or whatever. So people would have just been, you know, oh, why haven't they? This is a typical Ring of Honor. Why haven't they given yeah. them the belts? And mm. uh, I think well, why book them in the match in the first place if they're if they're not under contract then? It just seems like it was, it was all of a mess. To, to challenge them. That's Guardians what... of Truth. I mean, look at yes. their impressive performance at uh, oh pay per view. Yeah. They could have pulled double duty, couldn't they, and, and won the belts. But mm. yeah, I mean, uh, I, everyone's come out of this looking bad, and I think it, it just needs to be just sort of swept under the carpet now, and everyone just needs to get on with their stuff. I mean, I'm not sure if Kenny King has even got. A, contract with TNA. I mean, he's gonna. You'd, you'd think he, he'd leave if he's gonna leave. He'd do it for more than two dates. Like well. You but you, you, I don't you, know. That's probably more than Ring of Honor had this from, month, isn't from it? From Kenny King's <laughs> point of view, he he doesn't think he's done anything wrong. So maybe he thought he could go to TNA and then if things didn't work out, he could you know come back to Ring of Honor and just legally he could because he was he wasn't under contract. Yeah, so he, he met, and, maybe, yeah. Perhaps perhaps you're right. Perhaps in his mind, he could go and do the double shot and then come back and I don't know, lose the belts and go back or or whatever. I don't know. If he thought he hadn't screwed Ring of Honor over, then he'd have no, you know, he wouldn't be thinking, oh, I better not do this because. You know they're going to fire me. I mean, if he if he legitimately thought he didn't do anything wrong, then he might have just thought, you know, I'll give this a go, and you know I've got a chance of making a lot of money through this. And if not, then hopefully Ring of Honor will take me back and either drop the belts or you know at least get a few more bookings. But who knows? <laughs> Ring of Honor is so silly for saying, you know, you you know we gave you this verbal agreement and then you went away. You know, it's it's like. Can I take you back real quick and tell you, you know, the most famous verbal agreement of all time happened in Montreal in 1997? I mean, come on. 
wrestling has such a such a, a tradition of not learning from the past, and this is just the perfect <laughs> example of that. Was it was it Lex Luger as well who promised Vince he was going to resign, and then turned up on an edition of Nitro about yeah, a week he ended up on Nitro. <laughs> yeah, time. a lot of. I mean, during the Monday Night Wars, a lot of guys did that to Vince, didn't they? I think you know, I think Nash did it as well. I mean, there you go. Like, it's just as you say. I mean, wrestling never seems to love in the past, unfortunately, but. Oh, well, Do we know if he's going by the, the nickname Killer? Killer Kenny King in TNA? I think he might have dropped that. I, I, oh, I think that, I, that's I probably the, the best thing about, personally for him, believing is that he won't be named as, you know, won't be known as KKK, KKK. anymore. <laughs> uh, on that note, we'll move on to the uh, <laughs> next bit of news that sort of spins off that. Uh, Ring of Honor announced that the tag team titles were now vacant. Um, Red Titus would not be able to pick a new partner, presumably because he's heading after Steen or whatever's next for him. But uh, instead, there will be an eight-team tag team tournament that begins at the August 3rd TV tapings in Baltimore. And uh, the finals will take place at Death Before Designer X10 in, in September on pay-per-view. And uh, at this point, we know four of the eight teams. Um, so I'll just uh, sort of list them here and perhaps hear your resp- reactions. I don't know if there's much reaction to hear these, but uh, the Briscoes... Yay! The Young Bucks. <laughs> Yay! Now it should be noted that apparently they're in the King of Tr- some sort of Chikara trios. Yeah, yeah they're in the King of Trios, which and occurs that... during the finals, which means the Young Bucks won't get to the finals. Plus, they're not under contract. They're not or they can lose night one at at the uh, Chikara show. That's true, but. The fact that they're not under contracts, and after what just happened with someone not under contract. But this is Ring of Honor, so they're guaranteed to win the belt. <laughs> so basically, yeah, well, they go, well, it worked so well last time we gave someone not under contract the belt. <laughs> we want to release another statement, damn it. Let them give, let them give the belt. We're <laughs> not learning from history. We didn't learn from what happened two months ago. <laughs> uh, we have... What they need to do is just replace Kenny King with Matt and Nick Jackson, and they're, they're, they're okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we then we have Blackout. I have no idea who they are. Someone want to? Uh... They are a CZW team, and that's oh the extent of my knowledge on them. <laughs> but, well, one of the guys is Ruckus, and he uh, he used to be in Ring of Honor a few years ago. I've never really been a massive fan of his, and I think the other guy is called G's, Maybe oh, I'm guessing that G's. I think it's something like Jeez. that. Apparently, apparently he's been on. He was on WWE a few weeks back, like jobbing for something. He he made he made history, you guys, because he was yeah he on was on w- TNA as well, wasn't he? Yeah, he was on SmackDown and he jobbed to Ryback, and then the very next week he was on Impact and he <laughs> he beat uh, Scorpio Sky. And now he's going to be on, uh, on well maybe not on TV show, but he's going to be wrestling for Ring of Honor. So that's uh, it will be on the TV for... show. Wow, he did uh, top three. Yeah, that'd be and nice. uh, the the fourth team that we know at this point is the. Guardians of Truth. Oh, yeah. Ah, oh, thank you, Mike. Yeah. Celebrate. <laughs> well, I was looking for Guardians of Truth. I hope they're under the same black mask, but it's completely different people. Like, obviously different people. Like, these like, people are, like, super fat and everything. Like, I hope, like, each each time there's completely different people under the mask. I'm still waiting for the Nasty Boys. I mean, I made those special image with the silhouettes of the Nasty Boys, and they still ain't followed up on that. So, uh, coming soon, yeah, I hope. The thing with the... The whole thing that oh they've been thrown out of everywhere they've been. Where <laughs> else have the headbangers been than the WWF twenty five years ago? They... God, they are so awful. Um, yeah, so there's four spots left now. Presumably, this is going to be those. Um, the outlaw child. No, sorry, does Charlie else have a nickname that we come up with? The outlaw. Choo-choo. I, th- I thought we had a nickname. Okay, the outlaw Charlie House and what he said. Uh, what he said, Sean Benjamin. Shed. What he shared, yeah. 
Um, so that's one spot. I'm guessing Coleman and Alexander, the Bravados, and Carino and Jacobs, possibly. That's four spots. But someone on the forum said that Benjamin is booked for another show during this weekend. He he does show up on the Ring of Honor, you know, the event page that they have. Where, like, he, he wasn't there, but he was added to appearing. it. So, uh, but yeah, maybe he's cancelled then. Um, yeah, because he, he wasn't there at first. It was just Charlie Haas, and we thought, oh, yeah, he's going to do a singles run. But now they've added um, uh, Shelton, what he said, Shelton. As long as the providers are on it, then I'm fine. I wouldn't fine. be surprised if they're not, to be honest. Oh, oh, come on. They're undefeated since they returned. Maybe they'll right? just put together the American Wolves and make us forget about Final Battle, which we'd all like to forget <laughs> about Final Battle. But That's true. Um, come on, Dan Severin. <laughs> Severin. You can manage um, them. Oh, dear. <laughs> so, yeah, there's four more teams yet to be announced. I'm sure we'll find out in the next week or so and uh, probably, probably beat those four. Wouldn't surprise me. I don't remember uh, where I saw this idea, but somebody came up with the idea of having Carino and Jacobs win the tag titles and then... You know, you have that super power faction on top where Steen's the world champion and then you have Carino and Jacobs as your tag champions. That would be good, but it seems like Carino and Jacobs never win a match. We were saying this before the show, and the only person uh, Jim and Jacobs has beat was Generico because he's not in the contract. So I can't, I can't imagine that will happen. Um, I, but who... I think you look at the other guys. I mean, you said the books are unlikely to win it because they're not in the contract. Are they going to give the Briscoes <laughs> the belt again? It's doubt doubtful. It. Ah. Wrestling's great. Take him a possibility, I guess. Toot toot. Blackout. Toot, no. Guardians of Truth. You don't. You know. You'd think not. <laughs> you never know with Ring Bravados of Honor. have got no chance, unfortunately. Um, yeah, but they're undefeated. They're going to continue the streak. Forget Goldberg Street. Forget Ryback. It's all about the Bravados undefeated. Streak. They're two at the moment. It's not two. So. Three, isn't it? Oh, is it? I thought it was at two. Two. I, I, I don't know. Well, they're undefeated. Never... That, that, that's the fact. That's the important fact. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that, that that would make sense from a booking standpoint, you know, Karina and Jacob. But uh, I'm not sure if that's going to happen. I mean, I don't know. We'll have to see how it pans out. It's you know, I'm all for the tournament anyway. I'm glad they didn't. You know, some people are saying you know, let Titus pick a partner and then just uh, you know, I wouldn't have been you know, wouldn't have been a fan of that. I think it just, I think it just sort of cheapens the whole point of tag teams. Really, I've never been a fan of putting two random guys together and pretending they're a team when they're not. Yeah. You know, yeah, Just reminds me of that other other show. Yeah, that, that show Monday. up more. On a Monday, that one. Oh, God, let's not talk about that show ever. Oh, last week was awful. Anyway, um, let's move on from that. So uh, we'll now get to the next announcement, which is Supercard of Honor 7. Uh, presumably, is this, uh, you know, VII7 or just 7 at this point? We're not sure. I think, it's, of I think it's Supercard of Honor Severin. Severin? Oh, my God, oh. Severin's coming back. Dan Severin. I see you did there. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was good. So yeah, we, presumably this will be an iPay per view. It takes place on Friday, April fifth, which is WrestleMania weekend in New York at the Hammerstein Ballroom, and uh, that's all. It's not a double shot weekend for some reason, which is strange. But uh, yeah, I don't think there's anything else to add at this point. I believe tickets are already on sale. Um, I'm not sure if it's just to ringside members. I should probably research this. Being they went on sale to the general public this morning. There so we go. We'll Thank you very it. much. Um, Somebody did their own work. <laughs> you can't talk, John. You're not even on the podcast officially. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Supercard on a 7, uh, New York, April 5th. There we go. Um, we've got some match announcements now to talk through. Um, we've got Steen will be defending the world title against Homicide at the August 3rd TV tapings in Baltimore. Um, I believe this was supposed to take place at the... Um, 
was it North it's or definitely one of the Carolina shows? One of the Carolina shows. I mean, I think we'll have to call up um, Sandy. Sandy. We have to call Stacy. We have to call Stacy. It's not Stacy. Sandy, for God's sake. What does everyone think it's Stacy? No one is going to know what we're talking about. There was ugh, the stupidest thread on the forum where people were calling someone at the one of the arenas called Sandy. They kept trying to call her in it. Oh, I feel sorry for the woman. I apologise. Let's get Sandy her. on the podcast. If she, if she <laughs> yeah, let's get her on the podcast for an exclusive interview. <laughs> Who was more annoying? Six pack or manga for life? That's what we want to know. <laughs> the day that changed her life. <laughs> she has, she has te- night, uh, nightmares just thinking about the phone call she got. Why oh, is this ring on a show? Um, so yeah, that should be a good title match, and I'm gl- I'm actually kind of glad those Carolina shows were cancelled because now we actually get to see this match. So um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And they've also I'm not sure I can't see it on the news list, but they've announced a return to Charlotte as well. Yeah. So that's I think that sort of points out that it wasn't talent after all that it was due to you know poor ticket sales. I mean they're going back to Charlotte, who you know they've done relatively decent crowds there before. Instead of you know, I, I don't see them put the point in going to places like like Winston Salem. I mean that it even sounds like it, no one <laughs> lives there. I've never heard of the place, but it sounds like no one lives there. So <laughs> I don't understand why they're gonna like why would they do towns like that when they can just do a big town like you know Charlotte where they've yeah. been before and they know you know. Can do good business. So then, it's all about the TV. It's like, oh, where's the TV shown? Oh, we've got to go there. That seems to be the logic with a lot. No, but I, I don't the think the TV. The TV airs in the middle of nowhere. Hmm? The TV airs in the middle of nowhere. That's why, <laughs> exactly. That's why they go to yeah. the middle of nowhere. But people were saying in in that market were saying that um, the first time it had been advertised was on like, on the Saturday show, and, and they like cancelled the show on the Monday. That so it literally, terrible. people in the in the market had only known. For, about the show for yeah, two so days. Yeah, so the only way people would know would be as if they go on the Ring of Honor website or rohworld.com. That's a bit a bit silly. Yeah, so and uh, as far as I'm aware, on this week's TV show, um, that aired on the, you know Saturday, July 14th, they were still promoting the shows, which is just embarrassing. Ring of Honor, Are you really serious? To, yeah, Ring of Honor needs to get their act oh, together Jesus. sometimes. That is embarrassing. Hey, come to the show. Wait, no, don't. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if they have like this week on Inside Ring of Honor new matches announced for the Carolinas? Like they just talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> they forget to tell anyone it's cancelled and people just turn up to the show hoping that <laughs> where are the wrestlers? Where's the ring? Can I just they just didn't tell the wrestlers and a few of them just randomly turn up and like what's going on? Yeah. Um, yeah, more matches announced here for uh, Boiling Point 2012. The fire. Do you want to describe <laughs> this graphic to the fans? According to someone on the forum, but the original Boiling Point was the worst show in Ring of Honor history. I, I don't know. If so sure. we need the sequel. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is in uh, Providence, Rhode Island. Oh, and that's, see, that's somewhere you can actually say, not Winston-Salem. Um, on August 11th. And uh, yeah, if you go to the Ring of Honor official website, which I don't normally recommend, but if you, on the homepage they have some special graphics promoting these events um, it's basically a picture of fire with the wrestlers half invisible put on top of the fire I mean that's so they're obviously boiling the wrestlers to a point I, I don't know what is going maybe every single match is going to be an inferno match confirmed oh. confirmed right here I like that they'll that's have a team kettle on a pool match the following matches are inferno matches scheduled for boiling point we have <laughs> The Briscoes <laughs> taking on Jimmy Jacobs and Steve Carino. Charlie Toot 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 Haas versus Michael Elgin. Um, Tommaso Champa versus Unbeatable Jay Lethal. That's it. 
the way I said it, a, a on a, match, but Lethal's on a hot streak right now. He, he is unbeatable. Yeah. He, he truly is. Um, so yeah, this, this, goes up to a bowling point, August 11th in Providence, Rhode Island. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> Kevin Kelly would love that. I bet he's, I bet he uses that on one of the TV shows. <laughs> uh, I didn't mean to tell you. I actually am Kevin Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> so yeah, those three matches are set for boiling point, and uh, yeah, those those graphics are terrible. Ring of Honor, please get someone else to do your graphics. Hey, I mean, Harry. I haven't got time. Uh, the, I mean, <laughs> even their Supercard of Honor Seven graphic, mine took me better than that. I only know how to use Microsoft Paint. All they did was get a screenshot of the arena, blur it or something, and then write Supercard of Honor in white font on it. I mean, it just. It doesn't take long to make some graphics that look half decent and professional. I mean, it's especially when the DVD, DVD covers are usually pretty good. But um, it seems like we rant about their websites graphics every month or so, and they never fix it. Um, but the, moving on, speaking of unbeatable Jay Lethal, we have uh, this week's Tuesday rollout. Um, Kevin Kelly presents the Lethal Injection. Um, it's a new DVD set all about uh, Jay Lethal with uh, some of his matches, and it has. A lot of these recent matches. Um, and uh, there was a nice typo on the website. Um, I believe it said there was a triple threat match. It was Jay Lethal versus Mike Bennett versus Jay Lethal. Um, now, Does Bennett really, need, really need to have two people in the ring helping him? He, he wins all the time anyway. <laughs> now, I'm really looking That's forward to that. There's two of them. Yeah, there's we just two, don't see it. Basically, there's giant Afro Jay Lethal and then normal hair Jay Lethal, and they must have <laughs> both been in this triple threat match. So they really cannot wait to see. I mean, how many times is Kevin Kelly going to say lethal injection when there's two Jay Lethals in the match? And how is many times is he, is he going to say it when it's not actually the lethal injection? Exactly, exactly. Even more so. I mean, it's going to be it's going to be like lethal injection bingo. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> is this DVD just a rib on Kevin Kelly? Not you know, <laughs> Kevin Kelly presents lethal injection, but he never does. <laughs> <laughs> they do like the ding ding noise whenever he says it's the ding ding <laughs> oh I hate it when they do that let me uh, I'm just trying to I'm checking the website now to see if that typo is still yeah it's still, it's still there Jay Lethal versus Mike Bennett versus Jay Lethal from Final Battle 2011 uh, awesome. I mean I know earlier we were talking about trying to forget Final Battle so perhaps we forgot we just blocked that match out from our memory well, remember when they they used to star out Kevin Steen's name maybe they were erasing Al Generico from memory by replacing his name by Jay Lethal <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh dear so Jay um, Lethal won the TV title from Jay Lethal okay, now let's see how long it takes Ring of Honor to correct this after this airs yeah th- they'll be listening there was, there was one of the uh, one of the DVDs from the house show I think it was in, like the start of 2012 where they had I, can't remember, I think it was like the Briscoes against Roderick Strong and Truth Martini and it, <laughs> <laughs> that was on the back of the DVD as well. yeah that's even worse than having a typo on the website the fact it was actually printed on the DVD cover that Truth Martini was in a tag match Wow! Oh dear. Um, and that. that's true, actually. Yeah. And for the final bit of news, we have um, some results from uh, Milwaukee. There was a show this past Saturday, July fourteenth, and uh, we have all the results here for you. Uh, Rep Titus defeated Mike Seidel. Jay Lethal, surprise, surprise, defeated Mike. Did he win? Uh, wow. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm sure. I think I put a lot of pick and points on this. So uh, glad to see a streak continue. Um, uh, Mike Commando hurt his ankle at one point. Now, I'm guessing this was storyline because Jim Cornette came out, announced that if Mondo couldn't continue, then the uh, then he would lose the match. So, therefore, Mondo continues, but Lethal still picks up the win with the Lethal Injection. 
and Lethal and, Mo- Lethal and Mondo shake hands after the match. Um, okay. Then we have a six-man tag team match as Shilo Jones, Samson Walker, and Muhammad Ali Vaez Hassan um, <laughs> defeated <laughs> defeated Tony. Give me your twenty-year-olds, Kazina, and totally awesome. Those are some great names. So excited for that one, aren't you? Um, we then have Kyle O'Reilly defeated Tadarius Thomas. Anyone know who that is? Yeah, he was the guy in the, the internet I didn't watch that. Oh, it was, he was. He actually looked pretty good. Uh, yeah, I heard a lot on the forum. Yeah, actually. yeah, he looked really good, and apparently he had a really good match against Carl. And he, I saw his Twitter page earlier. I've never. I don't really know much about him, but I was looking. He tweeted saying that Jim Cornette told him that they're going to uh, start using him more. So I saw his name. Yeah, you know, I saw his name for the. Milwaukee show. I was writing the preview, and I was like, "Who the hell is this guy?" And I looked him up on Google, and I could find nothing. But apparently, he's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah we'll, we'll take, go and check that internet part. match out with uh, CNC against him, and I think it was QT Marshall or Marshall, yeah. or however he said it. He wasn't very good, but today Summers looked pretty good. Um, so yeah, O'Reilly picked up the win via submission, and uh, from what I from what I was reported on here, it says that Tony Gazina attempted to sort of reason with O'Reilly because he held the submission in after the bell, but then O'Reilly locked Kazina in the armbar instead. Oh, so um, well. looks like Kazina is going to get some twenty year olds and perhaps have a future match <laughs> with O'Reilly. That is going to be the ultimate MMA match, and uh, I'm sure John will love to explain the rules for that match. Yes, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> Like I can go into great detail of the hybrid fighting rules once again. <laughs> yeah, it, won't be, it won't be hybrid fighting rules. It'd be a new type of match. It'll be American rules, Strong Style. Shield on a pole match or something. It'll be American Strong Style match. It'd be a. Uh, David yeah. Richards could oh, be special like, referee. Wow. Isn't Carl Riley Canadian? What American Strong Style mean? Yeah, Carl Riley's Canadian. So how do we Should do? Should have it? a Canadian Strong Style. Wow. <laughs> well, both um, American Strong Style just to leave the fair included. We then have Roderick Strong defeating BJ Whitmer. Um, Truth Martini hits him with the Book of Truth. Um, do we? Oh, do we really need to see the end of every strong match having Truth Martini interfere? Ah, it, it just makes him look really, really weak. I mean, I'm all for. I like Truth Martini, but Strong needs to be able to win a match without him hitting someone with the, the Book of Truth, for God's sake. <laughs> this Book of Truth must have took a battering by now. The amount of heads it's I been. Know, I'm sure. Across. I'm sure he's got more than one copy. And where do we buy it from? I really want to read it. Annoying me. Yeah. <laughs> you want his wisdom, do you? Oh, He's no. messing with your head. It's not even on Kindle. I checked. Whoa. Well, you remember when True, um, Christopher Daniels stole it? Maybe he photocopied it. Maybe we need to oh, get in contact with him. Yeah, we'll have to start. contact him. Unless he's too busy with uh, pregnant uh, drug addicts. But uh, anyway, uh, Michael Elgin. Moving on. Huh? Moving on. <laughs> Hopefully, someone will get that joke. No one laughs. I didn't. Guessing, no. I got it. I got it. I laughed. I got it. I inaudibly laughed. You want about Kaz? If you got that joke, you should be lynched. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, Oh, I get it. (laughs) Slow clap for Stephen. Well done there. Um, Yeah. Michael Elgin defeated Silas Young. Um, Before the match, Elgin sends Truth Martini to the back because the fans don't want Truth Martini at ringside three matches in a row. Um, Elgin (laughs) picks up the win with the spinning powerbomb. After the match, Martini comes out again um, and tries to take credit for the victory. Elgin ignores Truth and then shakes Silas's hand. So, um, 
another Pirates tease. Young is somebody I would like to see around more often than Young. I really like Pirates Young. We then have Rhino defeat with Truth Martini. Um, so that is three in a row with Martini defeating Eddie Edwards with a gore. Um, very strange. Gore, 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 gore. Yeah, I missed out a few gores there. Um, what's happening with Edwards? What is going on? Um, that side is actually quite easy. Not, not a lot, really. Sorry, John. He needs to start training with Severs some more. Because <laughs> like um, he just seems like you know he did his Die Hard series and um, you know he needed interference that, to beat Rhino good, the good. first time and then he lost to Homicide he's lost to Rhino now um, he had to like defeat Bennett and Brutal Bob with roll ups I mean he, he needs to I don't know he's a former world champion but it, it's like, strange how they're booking him since like, more recently it's quite strange but uh, unless they're trying to build up Rhino for a title shot against Dean so they're trying to get him some victories under his belt I'm not sure but uh, yeah anyway uh, in the main event the Briscoes defi- oh my god I've noticed a terrible typo on our website this is something Ring of Honor would do. The Briscoes defeated Kevin Steen and Jimmy Jacobs, according to this report that I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> the match, well, I'm not a writer, you see. No one was around to write this. So, you know, when you get the web design guy to write words, just bad things happen. Yeah. Um, yeah, Briscoes defeated Steen and Jacobs. The match initially ended in a double countout, but was re- restarted under Anything Goes Rules by Jim Cornette um, and. Mark Briscoe at one point jumped off a balcony onto Steen who was on a table in the ring and uh, apparently Jay Briscoe picked up the win with a power driver on Jimmy Jacobs. Hasn't that that been banned? Yeah. It was Anything Goes. Uh, Ah. Damn. Um, Got me. Sounds like um, an okay show. I mean, there was no bad feedback from people who went (laughs) there so it sounds good. Uh, Attendance was apparently between 400 and 450. I know People on the forum love talking about attendance for some reason. But, um, yeah, overall sounds pretty decent. Any uh, thoughts on the Milwaukee show from uh, from our computers that we weren't even <laughs> the show? I'm sure we'll get a road rage of it for in a few oh, months' time. No. Oh. I think we should note that I'm really sick of road rage at this point. It's been three weeks of road rage in a row. And by the time the new taping start airing um, this week... There's going to be a four-week gap between the pay-per-view and fresh TV content, which is... It's not as if they had no fresh TV to put on either. They could have put like, the TV last week. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it obviously takes, you know, editing in, um, you know, misspelling the wrong names. And, and, yeah. yeah, the wrong graphics. It takes time to get the production to be so poor. So, you know, they can't <laughs> just quickly get these episodes out. They've got to take the time to give them that authentic, rushed and... What do you uh, think they are, a television spell. company or something? <laughs> Yeah, uh, maybe. No. I think we got that wrong, actually. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that wraps up all the news, which you can always find <clears throat> Excuse me, uh, during the week at rohall.com. Uh, Des, who is uh, here on the show right now, has a weekly roundup of the news, which you can find every Friday, which is uh, a, an easier way of digesting the news of the sort of minor announcements that happen during the week. And uh, So, yeah, now we'll move on to... The, uh, I'm going to have to head out right now. I did not realize I was only like 30 minutes when I was going to take a five-minute break. So <laughs> I'm yeah. probably in a lot of trouble now here. So I will talk to you all later. <laughs> take care, John. <laughs> yeah. John is going to lose his job thanks to RHCast. I think yes. maybe we'll actually be able to get him back on the show now. But uh, <laughs> So, yeah, we'll move now on to the questions and topics that you sent in. There's uh, so many ways to do this. I'm sure you're sick of hearing this by now. 
Um, you can tweet us at ROH underscore world. You can go on our Facebook wall, facebook.com slash ROH world. You can go on our forum, rohworld.com slash forum. Or you can call this number and leave a voicemail like some of our listeners have. Um, 1-619-822-2211. I'll say that again. 1-619-822-2211. If you call that number and leave a voicemail, we'll play it on the show and uh, discuss what you've got to say. So now we'll get on to those topics. <coughs> you smell that? Oh, but the hell? <laughs> that hospital smell? Yeah. Charlie Haas with it! Get the dirt <coughs> Did you? Wow. I was just clicking on random sound clips from my <laughs> ROH cast folder. But, uh, that, was pretty, that was pretty awesome. That there you go, Stephen. So, oh, should, no entrance music. We'll, we'll uh, get to the voicemails first, I think. Should be a, yeah, a, a good place to uh, to start. Let me, uh, let me find Here we go. Okay, here's the first voicemail that we have. Hello, yes. Yeah, this is Justin. Big fan of ROH. I was wondering what you all would think about Maybe Jimmy Jacobs challenging new ROH TV champion Adam Cole and then having a program and seeing where that goes. Because it looks like Carino's going to mainly stick with the managing and, you know, commentary. So try to get Jimmy Jacobs to push. Love the show. Keep up the good work. That's nice. Someone actually enjoyed the show. So that's good to hear we have some uh, listeners. So thank you for sending that in, Justin. Um, so... Yeah, what do you think? I mean, could you see Jacobs, you know, perhaps feuding with Cole or having a match? What, what do you guys think? He's got to win matches first. That's true. I mean, it's, I think it could be a... It would fit in with the storyline we were talking earlier, you know, of them trying to take over Ring of Honor. And he keeps... Steen just keeps saying he's trying to, you know, kill Ring of Honor or take it hostage or whatever. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. why not have on one of the TV shows Cole defending and probably defeating Jimmy Jacobs? It'd be a good match and it's a, you know, another good sort of win to, you know, for Adam Cole's reign. I think that'd be a, a good idea. I don't know why they haven't used Jacobs more since he came back. I mean, Is he under contract? I'm not sure. I think he might be because um, he was with Gabe, wasn't he? I'm sure he was under contract with Gabe and then he left. So mm. maybe he... I, I'm not 100% sure, but I'd, I'd guess he is. But, I mean, he, he's not been used as, as much as he should have. I mean, he's been used a bit more recently with the, you know, BJ Whitmer coming back and stuff. But... I think he's definitely, you know, sort of guy that he can fill in with, you know, more or less anyone. Put him in, you know, in a match and uh, have him uh, put on a, a good one. So yeah, that'd be interesting to see him challenge Cole, especially if, uh, you know, Carino and Jacobs do end up winning the tag titles. If he, you know, went after maybe the TV title as well to sort of get all the belts for, for um, you know, for that faction, that'd be that'd be quite interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Here's the next next question from Macklin. Hey guys, it's Macklin. It's always nice to hear my name mentioned more than once on the uh, ROH cast. Just to pause it right there, I think he's talking about a few episodes ago because this was uh, sent in a, a few weeks ago, this voicemail, so I'm not sure which episode he's referring to, but I don't think we mentioned him when we talked to Prince Nana. So, uh, yeah, here we go. Um, I was listening tonight coming home from work, a uh, little bit, a couple days late, Um I was sick and hadn't gone to work, and I really don't listen to my iPhone um, when I'm not at work, but that's a different story. Um, The WrestleMania shows um, that were held this year in 
Florida are about a two and a half hour plane ride from New York City. And um, I think that the uh, question that uh, I forget what his name was answered, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, asked on the uh, forum was, um, would it be a good idea to hold them in New York? And I would say no, um, selfishly, because I don't want to spend more than a day in New York City if it's a two-night affair like Showdown in the Sun was. Um, yeah, and I also have another question for you. Um, you guys were saying that it didn't look like anybody could have a rivalry with Steen right now. Um, I know Steven said that he didn't like, um, he wasn't looking forward to Jay uh, Lethal wrestling. But um, I'd actually like to see Lethal versus uh, Steen, maybe just as a one-off, maybe as a feud. really doesn't matter. But um, it's 4.27 in the morning, and I'm exhausted. So uh, I will catch you guys whenever you uh, want me back on the show. All right, later. Do you reckon he was perfectly fine and, and well and they listened to RH cast and that's what made him exhausted? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, what do you think of, uh, you know, Steve, I know we're not sort of the biggest fans of Jay Lethal on here, but uh, what do you think about, you know, him challenging Steen or feuding with him? I mean, he is, he has, uh, as I, we I, said earlier, on a good hot streak. Yeah, I think he definitely, you know, from a win-loss standpoint, he definitely deserves a shot. But I, I'm not sure... He, I, Go ahead with a feud. Maybe put him in with a you know one match. Maybe give him a shot. Mm. Uh, maybe a um, you know a house show just to sort of you know f- fill it up a bit. And I mean, know, they have it. said that all of Steen's matches are going to be title matches at this point. So at some point, you've got to assume that Jay Lethal will get a you know a title shot, whether it's on TV or not. Is another question. Yeah, I'm sure that'll be a, a good match. And you know, I said before, it's a bit strange. I mean, I, I do enjoy Lethal's matches. It's just that I don't particularly sort of look forward to watching him wrestle. And, <laughs> I don't, I don't know particularly why, but that that would be a good match. I mean, uh, that's probably one would I would actually look forward to seeing, but that's probably just because of of Steen, Steen's involvement rather than Jaylee Thor being in a title match. But um, yeah, I think it would be a good match, and I wouldn't wouldn't mind seeing it at all. But I don't think a feud would work simply because of Lethal's character and what's he going to do in promos? Call call him a fart head or something stupid like that. I mean, he's yeah. not. He's yeah. far from compelling right now as Jay Lethal. Yeah. Like, He's just, he's just really, I don't know, I think that they need to do something completely different. I mean, he's he's been the same since he came into Ring of Honor, you know, uh, um, was it Best in the World 2011 when uh, he you know made his return? And that's over a year now, he's been just in the same sort of character. And I think it's got to the point now where he's just, he's got a bit stale, I think. And he needs to, rather than just booking him to win every single match and hope that something happens and the crowd really gets behind him, I think the booking team really needs to think, yeah, maybe we should do something a bit different with him. We need him some and... character development, some reason for us to you know, get behind him or something. Yeah, at the moment he's just he's just a bit bland at the moment character-wise. So I think he really needs to you know, have something change. Just to sort of, I think know, what, what didn't help was all those time limit draws that he kept having as TV champion. Yeah, they he, were, he had the were... TV top for far too long. He should have dropped it to, uh, Mike, yeah, Bennett. to Mike Bennett or, or, Ch- or Champa before he... You know, before Strong won it, I think that didn't really help either. Him sort of stagnating at that sort of mid card level for so long, it sort of, I think that sort of hurt his uh, his momentum a bit as well. Yeah, so that so that wraps up the voicemail we've got. Thanks to uh, Macklin and Justin for sending sending those in. Be sure to give us a call on one six one nine eight two 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 one one. Leave a message and we'll play it as well on the show. Am I not going to get my special music again? You want the music again? Well, I can. No, no, it's okay. I don't have many sound effects left. I mean, I can play the toot toot song again if you want. But oh, go on then. Oh, please do. 
And I'm sure as hell not gonna sit up here and toot our own horns. But toot toot, toot toot. Wrestling's greatest hot toot toot, toot toot. You smell that? Toot toot, toot toot. Paul Turner, take a look at this. Toot toot, toot toot. We call them boys. Toot toot, toot toot. Toot toot, toot toot. Toot toot, toot toot. Thank you. There you go. What an intro. Um, <laughs> we've got quite a few uh, questions because obviously we didn't uh, answer them uh, with the Prince Nana interview. Um, once again, Marcus being a complete uh, troll with his questions. Uh, now, a couple of those actually made me laugh, so why don't you read them well, out? We'll run over them. I don't think there's much of an answer to any of them, but uh, the first one, there's been a lot of dark matches slash promos with local DJs lately. What's the possibility of Mike Bennett versus Mark Madden match at an upcoming show? Surely that's that's where those articles have been building to. Yes, very he is actually He's using a DJ as well, so it could actually happen. Yeah, but why is there no footage of Truth Martini and that random DJ's uh, arm wrestle? Uh, that is a very good question. Perhaps it'll air as a road rage. Yeah, it? road rage. Just the whole the whole build. If we see Truth Martini like training with Michael Elgin and the guys <laughs> to Truth, leading up to the big battle with. Uh, Chris Rock or whoever he was. <laughs> Chris Rock? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> the next question is, which was more controversial? The Montreal Screwjob or Charlie Haas's can of ether? It's got to be obviously. the ether. Yeah, obviously. I mean, you know, the Montreal Screwjob didn't cause anyone to choke and almost pass out, you know. I'm, I'm sure there was a, um, a handshake before that as well. Haas, you know, said that he wouldn't use any sort of substances that could possibly choke out an opponent, and he's gone back on his word there. So that's why he's called the outlaw, I guess. Yes, two two. Um, next one. Do you think Mark Madden convinced Kenny King to leave ROH, and will he manage him in TNA? In TNA, anything can happen. <laughs> um, why didn't Steve Crino give Cornette the thumb in the bum when he attacked him at Best in the World? <laughs> Oh, no one know. wants to see that. No, no one wants to see that. <laughs> Can you imagine that? He just attacks him and starts doing that. That's just... Oh. <laughs> um, Beard Dog says, Do you think a one-night tournament at the iPay-Per-View or use the shows or use the shows for the tag bouts? Um, I'm not really sure. He's talking... He was. I think what he was saying was, should the you know, vacant tag belts be decided in a one-night tournament or spread over shows, and they've already announced that they're doing it on there. Yeah, I think, I think, I think this, this question was a was a while ago before they announced that. So uh, yeah, I think spreading it over is probably the most sensible thing. I don't think yeah, just have... having the finals at the uh, Death Force on it makes sense. Yeah, um, he said, "Keep up the good work, thanks, Beard Dog." Uh, Daniel Bryanson says, "No podcast this week. I hope you guys haven't been offered contracts by TNA or something like that." We haven't. Uh, it was the oh. podcast last week was delayed because of my graduation, and so we could have uh, our special guest, Prince Nana. But I won't do anything screw with the podcast. I promise. Uh, also, <laughs> also, I was sleeping on Tuesday, so that's another reason. <laughs> yeah, I don't want you suddenly appearing on TNA cast late this week. People uh, <laughs> verbally agreed not to. <laughs> Uh, one eight seven Joeism says, uh, "I was wondering what happened with the podcast. I thought that John took the podcast hostage until you rehire him." He he's trying to take it did You saw that earlier, and hopefully, uh, after he's lost his job because he he went for a five minute break that took half an hour. So um, hopefully, uh, he'll be back on the show soon. If he loses his job, we'll take him back. Yeah. Marco three posted his four um, amazing questions. 
We don't need to get um, those again. 187Josen posted on this. What match do you think will main event? Gloria Bayana X10 Diaz. <laughs> it's actually Gloria Bayana 11, isn't it? But, uh, wow, that's, um, <laughs> that's a long way off. I mean, from, I'm guessing um, that it'll be a rematch from Death Before Dishonor because um, Death Before Dishonor is September 15th and Glory by Anna is October 13th, so there's not much time to build a new yeah, channel. Yeah, there's not much so time. So we'll probably see a rematch or something that follows on from whatever happens at Death Before Dishonor, which at this point is still unknown. Well, we no... might even see Titus getting his title shot, because it was sort of fitting with the whole Glory by Anna thing as well, that you know he's been screwed over with the title and he wants to, mm-hmm. you know, he's staying with the company. And so and Problem so. is, though, it's in Canada. So, yeah, that's good. That's good Steen's going to be... Over isn't he? even though Ring of Honor, he's probably he's over wherever he goes right now. To be honest, even though Ring of Honor wants want him to be a heel, it's not going to work. Yeah, is Glory by Honor a pay per view? Yes. Oh wow! I don't think they didn't actually announce it, did they? But someone they they when they were at Border Wars, they said that they were going to do another pay per view in Canada at this place um, in October. But they didn't say it was Glory by Honor. That's the only sort of difference that we know here. But it's it's a, it's a different place, isn't it? This yeah. one's in. I Good luck what, saying that. Yeah, is it like Mississauga or something like that? Yes, Mississauga, Ontario. Yeah, and uh, obviously that was the Toronto Border Wars, but um, they've done shows in that place before, so uh, I'm sure they'll be they'll be fine. Um, first question from Facebook: Kevin Martin says, "Here's a topic. How long do you think RH will let Kevin Steen hold the world title?" Uh, I mean, I think till final battle, just because everything important with Steen it seems to be his pay per view. Final battle, so I think he'll probably, like a, probably hold it in for a bit longer. To be honest, so just, it depends just, how long they can keep fresh opponents for him. That's the thing. Yeah, I just don't see who. I know we've discussed it before, and I think um, you know, a lot of people have been saying like, who can challenge Steen, you know, Steen next. I just don't think there's anybody at position at the moment that could really be a credible world champion who hasn't already, you know, had the belt. So I think they're going to have to build someone up like. Michael Hogan or you know somebody else, so I think that'll take time. So I think you'll definitely hold it until, I'd say you know February, March even maybe. Well, typically at this point, like you you feel um, when it comes time for final battle, it's July now. You can usually feel the beginnings of a build, right? Um, you know who could potentially take the title away from the champion at final battle. I don't feel that this year. I have no, no idea. Nothing. Yeah, you know, you don't know who. I don't even know who's going to wrestle Steam for the title of Death Before Dishonor, much less final battle. So it's very up in the air right now. Yeah, I'd love it to be generico, but unless he, that until he signs that story. until he signs that contract, it's, it's not going to happen. It'd be the perfect mm-hmm. story if it were generico. Yeah, that would be great for Glory Banner actually. Generico coming back in in Canada to to face Steam, that would be oh, that'd yeah. be pretty good. Mm. Um, talking about final battle, at Denim Dave wants to know: Do you think final battle twenty thirteen should be in Winston Salem? Why not? Yeah, I mean, it's such they a, have to make good. I mean, it's not like the last show was cancelled due to poor ticket sales. It's because of talent. So you know, get the talent there next year. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah, maybe we should phone up the the building and ask them if they can uh, get that sorted out. Well, ask Sandy and uh, she'll know. Yeah, I'm sure she'll be able to sort it out. Welcome, Ring of Honor. And last one, Macken again. He gets two two shouts on, on the podcast this week. Wow. Um, he says. This is quite a long one. RH put out a best of Jay Lethal DVD today, and I can honestly say I will not, I will not be getting it. Most of the best of they have put out recently have been of really established stars that have that only got up to 2007 or 2009 in some cases. Most of this too has matches from this year. I'm with John when he says he doesn't hate Lethal, but he's not going to go out of his way to watch him wrestle. 
that was I think that was me actually. But I think I a lot of us said it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for the long comment, but I think that there are other stars like Samoa Joe, Jimmy Jacobs, and Loki that deserve a DVD before Black Machismo. Yeah, I think that's a a good point to be honest. I think those especially when you consider that most of the matches from you know since he's come back haven't been all that memorable. I mean, he's had a couple of good matches, but none that you'd really think. You know, I've really got to go back and watch that again. That was such a great yeah. match. The ones I mean, with Bennett aren't on there, are they? I th- I'm pretty sure they are. I, th- I think more or less every single match he's had since he came back is basically on there. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of time limit draws. They should have called it time limit draw. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> I like the way Ring of Honor has been using their DVDs, though. Their DVD compilations where you have a big star and he gets he, he makes a big splash in the other company that he's gone to. And then Ring of Honor capitalizes on that history. Oh. I think that's really smart. Mm. So based on that, we're never going to see some Joe DVD. No, <laughs> no, that's true. I mean, I think there are there are a lot of the, you know a lot of other guys that they could bring out DVDs for. I mean, as you know, as Mackin said, Jimmy Jacobs is one that you know could easily fill two discs pretty easily. You know, I know he hasn't had many matches recently, but you can go up to two thousand, you know, two thousand seven, two thousand eight, and mm. you know, fill two discs pretty easy for for Jimmy Jacobs. You know, same for Samoa Joe, and yeah. Loki as well. I think the thing holding back Loki maybe is because you know he's wrestling for Gabe at the moment, and you know what Ring of Honor are like. They're quite sort of yeah. Petty. But Austin Aries basically said he hates current Ring of Honor, and they still put DVD out. Of yeah, it's true. I mean, if they're going to make money out of it, then you know they'd be silly not to uh, you know not to uh, sort of look you know, look down that. I mean, they've had. Why don't they um, put one together of Steen's little faction that could tie into current storylines and get some good matches from the past on there? Yeah, again, Carino could easily have one. I mean. I mean, they've even done. I think they did a Kenta one, didn't they? They've done, you know, some sort of overseas talent. They could do, you know, maybe uh, Takeshi Morishima, obviously, you know, former champion as well. So that they could put a lot of his title defenses on there. And uh, yeah. yeah, I think there are a lot of a lot of suggestions that you know probably more credible than, than Jay Lethal uh, at the moment. I think he just hasn't had enough enough great matches. I don't think, especially in his in his latest run. I mean. I don't think anyone's going to be running out to, to buy this one, to be honest. I mean, I, I'm still waiting for um, Wrestling's Greatest Tag Team Volume 2 to come out. I mean, um, the first one had that epic front cover, and I can't wait to see what they um, come up with for Volume 2. Mm-hmm. I mean, Notice that was the only best of, as far as I'm aware, in recent releases that's called Volume 1. So this is the only one that's going to have a sequel, and I cannot wait. That's true. I'm looking at Jay Lethal now. The Disc 2 has actually got three matches with Mike Bennett on. He's I don't remember his, any of those being that good. He's got his return at Best in the World. which Yeah, was, that was the one I remember. He's got one match from TV, uh, a World TV title match against Bennett from TV, um, and the three-way at Final Battle, which was Jay Lethal versus Mike Bennett versus Jay Lethal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the, the fact that they're having to put TV matches on there is a bit sort of... <laughs> that suggests that he hasn't had that many great matches. That, mm. I mean, I, I mean, are they just thinking, oh, he's been in TNA, he's a big name... I mean, I don't know. Is that how they're trying to do it? I, I don't I think so, yes. Yeah. Yeah. They've even put the um, lethal homicide against Champa and Rhino from Death Before Sun on 9. And, well, that wasn't a bad match. I don't think... Yeah, they're clutching at straws there, aren't they? I don't remember Are there any of the matches on their time limit draws? Out of curiosity, if you can remember. Um, wasn't the Bennett TV one a time limit draw? Probably. Yeah, yeah that was, wasn't it, I think. Is the one with Champa on there, that, that from 10th anniversary? No, the last one is... Uh, Against Davy Richards at the homecoming. That's his, the last match on there. Ah, okay, that was good. Yeah, yeah that was good. I mean, mm. they've got his match against TJ Perkins from Spartanburg. That was good. That was on Road Rage, wasn't it? Yeah, they get his match against Adam Cole at 
Greensboro, which was the night after, I believe. That was the um, yeah, that was the uh, the Carolinas uh, return, wasn't it? Um, mm. Yeah. So again, I mean, I think there are other people that they could have maybe have done, but as you say, I, th- I suppose he's you know on a hot streak at the moment in Ring of Honor, so they're, they're just trying to sort of cash in on that with a you know with a, a DVD release. I mean, it'd be interesting to see you know how these compilations sell and who you know which ones have sold you know the, the most and which ones have struggled because I cannot I I see this one struggling quite a bit. I'm curious about that, how those sell. Um, I'm wondering if when they do, you know, when they put out the Punk DVD right after the Summer of Punk deal last year and when they put out the Danielson DVD and now the Aries DVD, uh, they're, they're taking those opportune moments to, to put those compilations out. And I'm wondering if that has any impact on how they, uh, how those compilations sell compared to like a Roderick Strong or a, a Wrestling's Greatest Tag Team. That, that's interesting. Yeah. Mm. I mean, you, you've got to think that perhaps they do have some of these like ready. The Austin Aries one, perhaps they already had it ready, or the Summer of Punk one. I mean, unless they just throw these together really quickly, I, I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me, but I do see that. I think they just like they have the matches right. They just go boom, boom, boom. Let's put this out because this guy's hot right now. Yeah, I should imagine. It's yeah, pretty, it's pretty easy to put together. I mean, as as long as you can find them in the archive, and you just got to sort of get get the matches and put them on, on disc, really, haven't you? And then just come up with some artwork, which is yeah, <laughs> it's, it's as long as they get someone good to do it, then you know, it's pretty easy. And you know, it's that it's not going to cost them much to you know produce. Yeah. So, and it's just know, not like they have interviews or anything. You know, no, there's never bonus footage. Is there? It's just literally no, if it, matches, yeah. So. In future, you think they would maybe put in, especially for current stars, you know, someone like Jay Lee thought, you know, maybe just do like a little documentary. Didn't the Nigel McGuinness one have something like that on? Yeah, I had an interview on it. Which kind and of annoyed me because I, I just paid for the Kickstarter to have a documentary made. So hopefully it's not. He doesn't reveal too much in that interview. No, he doesn't. He just talks oh, about like, right. oh, I, I like this, and you know, this is okay. Cool. Uh, and that's all we've got from this week, I believe. Um, yeah, quite a few this week. Thanks a lot for sending them in, and uh, yeah, continue to. So we don't just have to uh, read out Macklin's all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh, thank you to everyone who sent in those questions and uh, be sure to send them in for next week's show as well. We typically record every Tuesday, so uh, just try and get them in before next Tuesday and we'll read them out, or if it's a voicemail, we'll play it on the uh, on the air, so to speak. So, uh, yeah, thank you for sending those in. And uh, is that ne- the end of the show, guys? Anything else we want to talk about? No, I think we're, we're done. I'm sure there's something we've, we've missed, but uh, I believe you've got an upcoming article, Stephen, about sort of... Ring Runners midterm report. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I mean, I didn't. I was looking at like, the calendar yesterday, and I was sort of, wow, I can't believe it was, you know, over halfway into the into the year, and sort of, you know, thinking back to sort of, uh, you know, final battle and how far it seemed, uh, you know, in in the past, and just basically thinking about, you know, how good this year has been for Ring of Honor, and you know, the the pitfalls that they've uh, that they've faced, and you know, the, the the sort of things that they've that they've done well, and things that they haven't, and I just thought I'd ask, you know, I've asked on the forum and I think I asked on Twitter as well just to sort of get what people thought. And, uh, yeah, I'll probably put together an article on that, just sort of giving my views and, you know, also putting, you know, people's opinions across and just to sort of see how we think, uh, you know, 2012 has, has been for Ring of Honor. Because I think a lot of people sort of, you know, say, oh, this year was a lot better than, you know, 2012 and I, you know, preferred this year. So I'm just going to sort of just, to, uh, you know, see how good it was, uh, you know, in reflection, really. That sounds awesome. Looking forward to reading that. Mm, yeah, should be uh, good. So be sure to check that out on rhworld.com. 
Um, later this week, I'm guessing. Yeah, it's been announced now later this week. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to happen you, now. Steve. You have to honour that announcement now. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Sorry. Yeah, yeah it'll be, it was sometime this week. That's all right then. Okay, so uh, thank you to Stephen and Des for joining me. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, thank you to all our listeners for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. And I will leave, leave you with uh, some lovely classical music. And I'm sure as hell not going to sit up here and toot our own horns. But toot, 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 toot. Ruthless! Greatest! Hot! Toot, 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 toot. You smell that? Toot, 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 toot. Paul Turner, take a look at this. Toot, 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 toot. We go, them boys! Toot, 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 toot. <laughs> toot, toot, toot. Toot, toot, toot. Toot, toot, toot. Toot, toot, toot. Oh, I say Ben Charlie Hoss from Ring of Honor for that. <laughs>